Hey gang, it's Nate. It's time for another bite size breakdown. Uh, if I don't sound super animated, uh, maybe maybe this is how I sound all the time, and I just I think yeah maybe it's just, but I'm I'm tired. It was a very long day today. I worked almost eleven hours, and it just yeah it was a bit of a day. And, you know that's fine, uh, but it is it does sort of like uh, I didn't sleep too well last night either. But, uh, you know, a lot of this is my fault for sort of being very last minute. I've had this idea and I just haven't sat down with the mics and made the time. So I'm doing that now. But you're you're probably not listening to hear me sort of like blather on about that. Um, so let's just jump into it. I, I want to take a couple of minutes and, and I'm to talk about burnout and uh, just... I'm sort of calling this this bite-sized of backlogs and burnout, you know, that's uh but if you've been listening to the podcast proper, I've really just been struggling. Uh I've been playing a few things. It's not like I haven't I've just not been playing anything at all, but uh it's been like a lot of like comfort food stuff. Uh, you know, beat the seasonal stuff for Diablo 3, uh then you know, did some other stuff, you know, played some more Diablo three, um, some stuff with Anthem and I still need to get to level 30, uh, and just sort of wrap that up, um, max that out and then I can button up and, and move on with that. But I, I'd, I'd hit a point and I would probably say it, it happened right around the time that we wrapped up, uh, persona five and just sort of, all of the energy and stuff uh, surrounding that. And just, I'd, I'd probably been struggling with that game for a little bit. Um, and just, I think I think in this, this time of COVID and quarantine and all of the weirdness and uncertainty and hardship, uh, I'd probably just been playing too many video games. And um like like I said, we we've talked about burnout before, and just like how there are a lot of times, you know, if you don't want to play a video game, uh, you know, that's fine. Don't. And I would even sort of say, I think like sometimes if you don't want to play a video game, that's that's actually more than fine. That's good. Uh, and what sort of brings this to mind for for me is, well, I, I noticed this pattern uh, a little bit ago that I was coming home and just sort of turning on the PlayStation whether or not and and sometimes i would just turn it on and i would look at my my library and i would sort of maybe look at the playstation store and i would sort of just spend time not really doing anything not not watching netflix not you know not watching tv of any sort of type not no movies no games i was just sort of like looking at storefronts or different games and sort of struggling with you know whether or not uh I should play anything. And, and and then, you know, sometimes I just fire up, you know, something like Diablo or Anthem or something. Uh, but it, it got me to thinking, and, and I've some of this comes from just the fact that, I mean, throughout the course of the podcast, I've spent a fair amount of time sort of working out and, and working through a personal uh, theology of recreation, uh, rest, what does it look like to work well and rest well? And, you know, and, and in some ways that, that sort of led me to really work through my understanding of the Sabbath. And there's been a few things there, but 
I, I spend a lot of time thinking about work and rest cycles and just, uh, you know, the kindness that God has, has uh, extended to us by giving us a Sabbath. And I'm not trying to bind anyone's conscience here, but I do feel like I need to talk about this for a minute. And it's just because I think this is what part of what I was wrestling with, right? Is that I had in a lot of ways turned Sundays into, and, and this is still to say that in a lot of ways, I still don't play a lot of video games on Sundays. Like for the most part, I abstain. I, I intentionally abstain from that um, because I think it's it's good to sort of like take a break um, from that stuff. But I had sort of turned it into a checkbox sort of experience where it's as long as I don't do X, Y, and Z, that's a successful Sabbath. Or as long as I do, as long as I go to morning service and I go to evening service, and as long as I don't turn on, you know, the the TV or the PlayStation or watch TV or whatever. It, and I wasn't actually doing anything with that time and sort of what what's become a bit of a, a pivotal moment in sort of my wrestling with sort of sabbath observance has basically been um so technically like a lot of times we look at the the two tables of the law and the first four commands are all about our relationship with god and how can we love god and and honor god and then the last six are about how we should interact with our fellow man. So like the, the first table of the law can be summed up, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength. And those first four commands are typically sort of lumped into that. These are ways that we can, you know, demonstrate and live out loving God uh, with, with all of our being. Uh, but I've been listening to to Mark Garcia at, at the Greystone Institute, and he's he's been talking about uh, ritual and vocation and work and Sabbath. And as I was listening to him, uh, you know, there were just some ideas sort of bouncing around in my head, and this this thing sort of gelled. And that, in a lot of ways, um, the fourth command, so the, to honor the Sabbath and to, to keep it holy, uh, which I do think is a binding command. And uh, and again, I don't want to be sort of legalistic here, uh, but honoring the lord's day is not just simply abstaining from certain things it is actually sort of a very different thing um altogether now i'm also sort of not one of those people that says oh well i'm not going to buy anything on sundays because here's here's the thing what i recognize is that the fourth command in a lot of ways is sort of a bridge it is a by good sabbath observation like when we are honoring the lord's day and when we are sabbathing well uh, we are loving god but we are also loving our neighbor um and and mark garcia talks talks about this a little more in depth but how in a lot of ways sabbath sort of allows us to step out of the materialist sort of worldview when it comes to you know other people and instead of looking at them as as competitors or as sort of obstacles uh we in a way by by sort of engaging in the 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 rebellion against the tyranny of the urgent and against that sort of hyper consumerist hyper materialist uh perspective uh, we we are able to be better neighbors and we are able to love our neighbors um and that in a lot of ways uh good sabbath observation is is actually meant to help us love our neighbors better and to to really sort of, like it's it's a way for us to escape and just sort of sidestep the temptation to to get involved in the rat race 
So that's, I mean, that's, that's some of what I've been thinking about. And, um, in that, you know, just sort of looking at work rest cycles and rhythms and, and those sort of thoughts. And, and at this point in time, some of you may be saying like, Nate, what does this have to do with burnout and video games? Well, short version, the TLDR version is, uh, I recognize that through just some some observing some of my habits that in in some ways I think my relationship with video games have become a little idolatrous. Not in a way that it's like oh I need to sell off my PlayStation and but it's it had become sort of a functional god for me. I found myself coming home and turning on the PlayStation and just flipping through stuff and it was like I just had it on even though I wasn't doing anything with it. Because it had become sort of part of my coping mechanism, it had become, in a lot of ways, my functional god. It was the it was the the thing that I went to to decompress and to sort of step away and and de stress, and it had become a bit of a functional god. Uh, and so, especially for Christians, and I would say for people in general, like sometimes we hit when we hit those phases. A lot of it, it, a lot of that is rooted. And, and again, I can only sort of speak definitively from my position. And so, like when while I'm saying all these things, I'm saying these these are the things that I noticed about myself, and sort of I really wrestled with, you know, came to came to grips with on my own. But there, the, I think those times when we sort of hit that like that that stall point when we're like, I just don't really want to play anything. I think that it, in a lot of way is a grace given to us to sort of point to the futility of this thing as as a really like video games and entertainment in general make terrible gods. And and I just think like a lot of times when we hit that like I don't know what I want to watch, I don't know. And it's not that you know all, you know, entertainment is bad or whatever, but I just think like, especially in our culture and especially sort of with me, it was just, I had sort of slipped into a bit of mindlessness where it was just, I just wanted some comfort. I wanted an opportunity to, to sort of decompress and, and sort of let go and just sort of veg out. And I can't help but think that I, that's not, I'm not the only person that that applies to. And so I just, I sort of, especially in our sort of very, our entertainment saturated culture. And so I'm thinking all these things about, again, sort of examining vocation, labor, rest, Sabbath, and what it's done, I guess it just sort of helped me recognize that I was using these things. And I think part of it too, it, it was that I don't always do the new and shiny thing. But the, there was, I think, especially coming out of Backlog Golf, there was like, you know, I gave myself permission to pick up a lot of stuff on sale. And I was always like, you know, snapping up deals. And I'd sort of gotten, gotten into a mere accumulation mode. And so I was just, I think, exhausted from that and sort of keeping up with that. And uh, in recognizing those things, I've you know, you actually you're you're actually able to address them a little more fully and and work through them. And so what's been interesting as I sort of try to step back from some of that and as I 
listen to things that are a little more challenging. And as I try to sort of be a little more intentional about reading and journaling, what I've found is that some of my enjoyment, I'm able to sort of recapture some of that. And yeah, there's still going to be like moments where it's like, okay, like, yeah, I, I, the, the yesterday, just yesterday, uh, I played Sundered for, oh, I'd probably say like uh, four or five hours. And that game, guys, is I can't wait to 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 sort of like get through it and, and beat it and talk a little bit more in depth about it, maybe with Josh. Uh, we've talked about maybe doing uh, just an episode or two sort of examining Metroidvanias as a genre because I just, I've sort of come back to that. And But anyways, it's that game. Mm top notch uh it's not hollow knight it's not aria the blind forest like it's it's not on that level but it is a very very good game uh and you know so far from what i played i'm like i absolutely recommend it i could beat it or get a little further and decide to change my position on that all that to be said that i found is that once i sort of put things in the proper balance in the proper order I've been able to sort of, you know, and it's, it's Josh and I have talked about this before too, but I've been able to sort of recover some of that enjoyment. And uh, it's, it's sometimes it's just easy to sort of say like, oh, well, to, to not utilize the, those opportunities, these, these, these moments of burnout to really do sort of like to ask the questions like, why am I feeling this way? Like, what, what am I wrestling with? And, and I just sort of, I wanted to talk about like my own experience with this for just a few minutes is that, you know, the short version, all this being said is that I think I'd just been playing way too much as that video games had sort of become a functional God for me and that I was relying on them to sort of be a balm to my soul. And, you know, God in his kindness prevented that from, you, you, you know, he, he, demonstrated the sort of emptiness of this and it was like and i and i just can't help but sort of want to talk to you guys about that for just like a minute and just say like listen uh especially for the the believers um who are listening to this you know this is an opportunity to like maybe ask the question like am i playing too much like am i relying on these things to sort of address uh the the sort of the the aches of just living in this falling world, the a uh, fallen, falling, uh, this like short version is especially in light of like COVID and everything else. Like the last six months have just been bonkers and crazy stressful. And I was listening to uh, some guys talk about how like you know in light of all this COVID stuff, like they've been laid off for months and they've. You know they've been able to do a lot of stuff and play a lot of video games, and and I'm just gonna say as as a, you know, you guys all know like my job, and I'm not not complaining. Like I'm I'm grateful for the fact that like I'm still working, but like it has been exhausting. It has just been like just the the weight of all of that was sort of just like crushing at times. And I just think if you're a believer and you're sort of like hitting this burnout phase, like maybe this is God's way of saying like, hey. Uh, these things are a little too pressing. And I would just say for the the unbelievers who are listening to this and hearing this, it's like, I th- I think like it's, it's easy to sort of like maybe dismiss what I'm saying. But if you're in those points where like you're playing video games and they're just not scratching that itch, 
and they're just sort of not fulfilling you the way that they used to. Well, I think my response is like, that's because they're not meant to. I can't remember where, but in, in Proverbs, it talks about how sort of like, you know, God places um, sort of an in infinity in, in the hearts of men. And, you know, because he is an eternal, limitless being, he's the only thing that can fill that. And so, you, you know, if, if you're a non-believer listening to this and you, you are struggling with sort of that burnout, I would just sort of say like, uh, turn to the God of the Bible because he is the only thing that can actually really fulfill and that you know, as long as you're looking to 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 media, to to games or to television or books or whatever, to sort of be the thing that fills you and sustains you, well, that's that's gonna like that's gonna empty you out. Th those are poison wells, um, and you know they're just they're not really going to actually fulfill you long term. This this whole bite size has just been really weird. Um, I wanted to spend a little more time talking about, like I said, just sort of working through the burnout process. But I would just sort of say to anybody who's who's wrestling with that, um, whether you're a believer or, or not, uh, turn to the God of the Bible uh, because he is the only answer. You know, uh, turn to Jesus because he's the only one who can really ad address the, the, the deep-seated core issue here so yeah all that being said you know guys uh i hope this this bite size finds you well and uh yeah i'll catch you next time all right Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. No, no, that's not true. That, that's impossible. This is such an incredible moment. A memory that will bring joy to the hearts of millions of people for generations. Wait, wait, what? The sort of thing they talk about on the Retro Station podcast. The stories, movies, music, moments that brought us together as a people. That we enjoyed with friends. <laughs> you laugh about this with your friends? My life has been a lie! Exactly. This is wonderful. <laughs> You're crazy! No, everyone agrees this is a truly 
classic moment. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Did you kill Mom then? Well, I, I'd, I'd rather not talk about that. Oh, I, I bet they talk about that on the retro station, huh? What a classic moment that was when Mom died. Actually, most people thought that was a bit of a letdown. They made memes making fun of it. They, they made memes of Mom? The Retro Station Podcast. Celebrating all those things that made us nerds.